There are 1,463 days until the Vancouver municipal elections. This remains the Camby Report. And as always, I'm Matthew Naylor. I'm Patrick Meehan. And I'm Ian Bushfield. And wow, something has happened. But before we jump into that, we need to give another shout out to the venue creative co-workers and Dear City Council for co-hosting this. Also, sorry, uh, 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 another special thank you to Main Street Brewing, uh, who have very kindly uh, sponsored us for this evening. Uh, the sour is delicious. Uh, but first, the regions, because what you've all been waiting for is for us to talk about... The city of Langley. <laughs> so, the city of Langley results are in. Not the township of Langley. And uh, the first thing that happened was Matthew suggested that we go through and everyone was give a, give a one-sentence quip about what's going on in each of the regions. And the comment was, I don't think we can do that. And then I went, actually, I think I can. Uh, so the, the, the city of Langley, uh, Peter Factbender has lost. Uh, this is actually, I don't, know the, I don't know if this is good or bad. Peter Factbender, when he was in government with the, 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 the BC Liberals, was... Fastbender, just, you know. I mean, it's funnier this way. Uh, when Peter Factbender was, uh, was minister of uh, TransLink, he was an abysmal minister of TransLink. But when he was mayor of Langley, he was a, a giant supporter of transit in the region. And so I don't know what the answer is in terms of who beat him, but Peter Fassbender going down is actually kind of interesting. However, topping the polls for council is one of the most urbanist uh, and urban-friendly and just all-around nice guys in the region is Nathan Bahal, who... <laughs> Uh, who managed to top the polls. Now, Nathan, two election, uh, Nathan last election lost very narrowly. I think it was about 40 votes. In the by-election that occurred, he won again fairly narrowly, and now he's topped the polls in, in the city of Langley, which I find very exciting because I think Nathan is a fantastic guy. So the new mayor of Langley is Val Vandebroek, who's 45. She won by 206 votes over Fassbender. Which is actually a significant percentage one, in Langley. And she's a one-term councillor before this. Now, can anybody speak to the township? No, we can't. Moving along. <laughs> uh, so as was discussed, I think we've discussed Surrey fairly, fairly thoroughly. Uh, Surrey has been very interesting. Uh, they are, it seems like they've decided the 90s were really great and the people around in the 90s were really great and to go back to it. Make Surrey great again. Oh, God. Uh, Delta went as Delta was expected. Um, the, the lowest Jackson... Uh, lowest Jackson... Switcheroo? Like, Switcheroo managed to uh, invert the city manager and mayor position. Actually, no, Lois Jackson's well, no, on yeah, council she's... now. But whatever. Uh, the regime continues. Uh, the Perfiriato uh, has its new vice president elected. Moving. Anyway, uh, Richmond. Malcolm Brody remains God King. Did you see the results? No. <laughs> it was just, declared. Yes, was yes, declared. he won. Yes, he won. <laughs> no, I, I didn't need to. I didn't need to see that. I could divine them. Uh, uh, Malcolm Brody, whose worst result, whose worst election election result in his three times running was seventy percent of the vote, has won with holy crap. He has twenty six thousand votes, and the runner up has one. 
26,000. Oh, sorry, I was looking. They're not in order uh, for some reason. 7,000. Nonetheless, he has 26,000 votes, and the runner-up has 7,000. Roy Cicada. All right, so uh, once again, uh, Richmond has gone forward. Uh, Still one, one, one poll left to report there, so, you know, cro <laughs> cross your fingers for the Cicada uh, campaign. As you mentioned in New Westminster, uh, Jonathan X. Cote. Jonathan X. Cote, whose X stands for, and I'm not even joking, Xerxes. My phone is doing, or my computer is doing a weird thing right now where it's got an ad playing. I'm trying to cancel it. There we go. Uh, Jonathan X. Cote has won mayor again, and he swept the polls, as we announced. Uh, and the Team Cote is now the new Westminster Council. Yes, Team Cote has, has, has swept council fully, uh, which is uh, going to be interesting going forward. Maple Ridge. Uh, so here's the thing in Maple Ridge is a lot of people screamed and yelled at each other and I don't know any of them at all. I can tell you that Mike Morden has won significantly and I don't even know what that means, but I know that Maple Ridge was one of the ugliest elections in this result and I have not had a chance to really look into details. So yeah, Mike Morden, congratulations. Uh, over in Port Moody, it looks like Rob Vagramov. Oh, it was Port Moody that was ugly, wasn't it? Yeah. Not Maple Ridge. It was Port Moody well, that was Well, they're weird. probably both. All the small towns get really nasty on their Facebook pages. <laughs> We're going to get letters. <laughs> but I think Vagramov was the center-left, slow development a little bit, don't sell everything off kind, who also like screamed at homeless people in some video or something else that got him some controversy. Oof. Yeah. And soon he will be elected Premier of Alberta. But... <laughs> Deep cut. Uh, moving off to uh, Richard Stewart has been uh, re-elected in Coquitlam. Richard Stewart is one of the very few mayors to run for re-election, if I'm looking at 2018. Yes, I am. Uh, just checking, because I just assume that everyone's not running for re-election. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we have a council there. <laughs> moving across the bridges in city of North Van, Linda Buchanan, the new mayor there. Uh, Linda Buchanan, the uh, essential heir to uh, Mayor Masato's uh, sort of path. Uh, she is probably one of the only mayors that's actually taken on that urbanist bent and continued to win this election in the regions. Basically, urbanism managed to win in one part of the North Shore. Uh, one part of New Westminster. <laughs> New Westminster. Are there Specifically New Westminster. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, are there multiple parts of New Westminster? I mean, maybe Vancouver. We'll get there. Depends how you count. Anyway, uh, Linda Buchanan wins. Uh, Holly Back managed to close out the, the uh, list of councillors who were elected. Uh, an incumbent councillor beating a constituency assistant to Bowen Ma. Uh, yeah, uh, Mac McCorgandale, who is a friend of the show in the sense that he's a, a Patreon sub subscriber to us, so uh, take that as you will, but I like the guy. Uh, he lost by six votes, which is kind of sad. Six? <laughs> uh, there, there will be, there will recounts, be a re Yeah, recounts with Scantrons are unlikely to change this. Um, but the Lions Bay Council was acclaimed. Oh <laughs> I think so was Anmore. The Anmore Council was acclaimed. Um, we, we very narrowly had, uh, in the North Shore, we very narrowly had three mayors uh, that were all women. Uh, the District of North Vancouver, unfortunately, uh, Mike, well, fortunately or unfortunately, uh, Mike Little has won in the District of North Vancouver very significantly, as we reported earlier, against Ash M. Lenny. I think it's probably unfortunate, but... Uh, yeah, and, I was also and volunteering for Ash earlier Mike, today. So Mike, Little, Mike Little very much thought that Richard Walton uh, was going too far too fast with uh, redevelopment in the sense that the city or the district was at risk of population expansion greater than 1% per year. Do we want to look at, is the island still within the environs? 
Uh, we can get to the islands the, in a sec. The, bo- uh, the let's, Bowen Island? Let's Was finish, that what you were talking about? Let's finish about? the North Shore. Yep. Uh, as we said, the city of North Vancouver, Lyndon Buchanan, the district, right. district of North Vancouver, Vancouver, Mike Little, uh, West Vancouver, uh, the race that was... Uh, the Corporation of the District of West Vancouver. Is that Just actually, of course, that's what they call themselves. Yeah. Um, uh, Marianne Booth seems to have narrowly edged out Mark Sager. Uh, Marianne Booth uh, has seems to have won by about 20 votes. Uh, and so this election tonight seems to be the race where no one is winning by a clear margin. Except in Richmond. Well, I mean, <laughs> Malcolm Brody appears to just own Richmond somehow. Oh, and New West. Well, I mean, Jonathan X. Cote, you can't possibly vote against. Oh, God. We're you going mean I'm back. You to have to learn something about the township of Langley? No, but let's no. do it anyway. <laughs> All right. No, we have, we have a, we have a guest, guest fact. Guest fact. So, um, Eric Woodward densified, essentially did a lot of development in Fort Langley. The, he had the audacity to build... Um, a, uh, uh, a building that is more than one story high. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. He'd never Shame. get... He Shame. Would, he Shame. would never get elected in West Vancouver. No. Except, so, so he, he did that, and he actually had some other interesting things that happened with him, was, which was that uh, the, the, the city of For, uh, 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 Township of Langley uh, denied some of his developments, and so he painted the, uh, the buildings that he was going to condemn and destroy pink to make them even more ridiculous. Yeah, so anyway, he got elected as a councillor, so that should be pretty interesting. Uh, because you have actually in in the uh, township of Langley a very sort of what I would describe as a automobile centric hellhole traffic sewer, uh, a person that is relatively in favor of I don't know density. So that should be interesting. Thank you very much for the uh, ability for us to quickly continue our research on other municipalities. Um, but no, uh, that was actually really quite interesting. And that's all the time we have to cover the Township of Langley for the next four years. <laughs> In the University Endowment Lands, uh, a not-municipality, which is not a place, uh, there has been an acclamation. I mention this only because I ran for this in 2008 and lost tragically and decisively. Uh, who, it matter, uh, who, it, who it was, who was elected, it does not matter at all. Uh, I believe uh, what we have remaining uh, are two municipalities in Vancouver. Uh, so to move on to the next one is uh, in Burnaby. Uh, as we seem to have discovered, uh, have we confirmed the final results? Yes. Uh, Mike Hurley is the new mayor of Burnaby, unseating Derek Corgan. As I said many times over the last week, uh, I don't know if he's good or bad, but I know he's better. <laughs> we, we could find out. Uh, however, there is, a, there is one other interesting thing. Uh, the BCA, the Burnaby Citizens Association, has managed to sweep all but one seat on Burnaby Council. And the remaining seat goes to legendary punk rocker Joe Keithley. What a shithead. And I actually want to say this, because this is one of those things that, I, that I'm, I'm going to say again later on with a certain Green Party candidate, is... You know, if you run a bunch of times and you don't win, you can say a bunch of things. But I'm really excited to see what he does on council. Because honestly, and I don't mean this in a joke, I like the idea that this guy who said a bunch of really neat things, I get to see what he actually does now that he's on council. And I'm excited how, for how it goes. So, If only the, certain Green Party councillors had run a bunch of times and then stopped winning. And he may not be the only punk rocker we'll see in 
the Lower Mainland, but we'll get to that shortly. So to the, the race we've all been looking for in the environs. Belcar. Did we, did we not talk about this? We, we didn't. We specifically <laughs> didn't talk about Balcara because there's nothing to say. Anyway, Victoria, Lisa Helps won. Turn to power. Lisa Helps, uh, whose, whose slogan in 2014 was Lisa Helps Victoria. Uh, in 2018, I believe her slogan was Voting Helps. Uh, I have all the time in the world, and I'm sure this podcast does for any more permutations of that. Uh, I don't think any of us followed Victoria close enough to know how council turned out. I imagine, Ben, is it won and topped the polls once again as another radical leftist who, of course, tops the poll in Victoria. I will say that the, the fascinating thing to me for, about this was uh, it was unsure, it was unclear how many people were going to run against her for mayor, and then she removed the statue of Johnny McDonald, and like six old white guys were like, I am going to run against you for mayor. And the result was, whether or not she got a majority or not, was that they split the damn hell out of that vote. <laughs> uh, the only other race I was looking at on the island was... We should have more Nanaimo. statues. Uh, <laughs> we've done this before. And I think we even mentioned this earlier when Sam was up here, but Leonard Krogh is Leonard Krogh, the new mayor. Of which has permutations that are going to be explored endlessly in the provincial realm. So, the regions. Getting to Vancouver. Starting with what we're all waiting for, the park commissioners. This is valuable, though. So we have a candidate for park commissioner here, Matthew Cagus, who is currently... <laughs> uh, there, he has 7,500 votes. All right. Uh, scrolling way back up. You get to the bottom of the most likely to be elected, John Irwin of Cope, who has, what is that, 34,000 almost? And, and to start a, a process that I think is going to be a repeat uh, throughout the night, uh, the topping of the ballot are greens, uh, several of them, followed by a couple of NPAs and a Cope. Two Copes. No, two Copes. No, well, oh, yeah, no, there, yeah. there is Giesbrecht. So yeah. the noticeable it's, thing it, here is... It's your standard lettuce, jam, American cheese sandwich. But... We see this here, and we'll see this on all the races in Vancouver. The Greens top the ballot, and then there's a big gap, and then people didn't know what to do. Actually, yeah, that's a good comment. Council's a little bit more confusing, and we'll get to that, but, you know. I feel bad for mocking Balcara, because there was actually a very competitive election. Oh, it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was. Go ahead. Sorry, Neil Belnick. Bel- it sounds like Balcara. But Neil... Neil Belcara. Neil Belenicki. No, it's Belenicki, Belenicki. which is like Balcara. Neil Belcara j- beat Jamie Ross and Colm Cole. Well, I mean, he only won by 29 votes. Um, which, which is was... a, a solid margin of 9%. So, <laughs> uh, and, and, of course... I see there's some mathematicians in the room. Jennifer Glover, uh, incumbent, was defeated. Uh, only one incumbent was uh, elected, Bruce Drake, and, uh, and then some other people. I'm sure this <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's probably accurate. Uh, Moving on to school trustee, uh, Janet Fraser, unsurprisingly, uh, and I know a lot of people get frustrated by this, and I'm hearing a lot of boos already, but Janet Fraser is well-liked. Uh, I like Janet Fraser. I, I, also, I also disagree, but she is well-liked. Uh, Janet Fraser tops the ballot, uh, and it looks like Alan Wong of Vision Vancouver is very narrowly hanging on against Diana Day. Okay, I thought Whoa. that was going to change. Whoa. 
refreshing uh, results. In Alan Wong continues to hang on with the refresh, which I'm very happy because otherwise it would have been really weird, uh, given my sentence. Um, but Alan Wong can, it seems to be hanging on as, as what will continue to be the only Vision Vancouver representative elected tonight. Uh, what we see is, effectively, a uh, couple of greens on top, one city, Jennifer Reddy, right up there. Uh, which is interesting because it's Carrie Burkick. Carrie Bursick, current uh, Carrie Bursick ends trustee. up pretty far down, although within striking distance, depending on how the results wind out or how many polls are left to go. Number two on the ballot does. Interesting. Well, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, so so Fraser Valentine with the NPA. Uh, Fraser Valentine is an incumbent. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and has a name that sounds very much like he belongs in an 1800s British novella. Yeah. Specifically one set around the Fraser River. Anyway. So uh, the school board that was elected at the by-election, I think, was a very split school board. It was a sort of green strength, NPA strength, and then kind of who's going to take over from there. I think the Greens and one city with maybe Cope together form a progressive alliance on there. Important to note on school trustee, none of the Soji anti-bigots came anywhere near. At least, in, at least in Vancouver. I, I, I think. I think. Sorry, the anti bigots. I said that poorly. Yes, it did. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I'm Lois Chan Pedley was elected, and we should all be very, very happy about that. Don't let us down, Lois. We all have faith in you. <laughs> that was a that was a very personalized response. Uh, moving on to council. Uh, well, council, once again, the Greens are on top of the polls. Uh, Melissa DeGeneva, who is a returning councillor, is also there. We're going to talk about that in a second. Jeans so two Greens on top of the polls. It's worth. Yeah, yes, actually. Because they have yep. two others. Uh, I, I made a comment earlier today that I thought Gene Swanson would come in somewhere around fourth, which might be the only thing I got right today. Colleen Hardwick, uh, followed by Michael Weeb, which is another Green. Uh, Christine Boyle with One City, meaning that One City is on the board for council. Uh, Lee... Leaving a couple of NPA to round at the ballot, and probably another NPA right after that. Basically, right now there's a very close race for that tenth spot between Sarah Kirby Young of the NPA and, or no, it was no, uh, that's oh, the geez. thing. Uh, it was the, David Wong of the Greens, but the now new David refresh, Gruel. David Wong seems to have fallen farther behind. So Never I'd like mind. I'd like everyone to just have a moment of silence in congratulations to Adrian Carr and Melissa Gigenova. The two returning councillors. The two returning councillors. Silence. Silence and wailing, now, apparently. All right. Now, while there was wailing and gnashing of while, teeth and density was prohibited and bike lanes were banned, you know. Is he literally only up by like 30 votes? Yep. It got real close. So a while ago when we started this segment... Uh, Kennedy Stewart was up by over a thousand votes, two points, and now they are within like a handful of people who decided to maybe vote a different way. Like literally less than the population of this room. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> so, uh, before Kennedy. one of the things that we're going to talk about here is obviously we don't know who's going to win mayor. It's very clearly kind of come down to the wire and it's going to keep going throughout the night. And it may not be known until tomorrow or even a couple of days from now. Uh, but we have a couple of questions. And the first question we have, and I find it weird that I'm going to be the one asking this because I'm going to be the only, okay, no, I'm not going to dissent. Is vision going to, uh, exist in 2022? That, yeah. One, two, three. No. So, <laughs> Probably not. At this point, it really feels like you were supposed Vision to is basically Ian. just one city. Maybe some of Vision goes to cope, but really 
the energy is not with Vision's candidates. And it's hard to tell which single incident, if any, contributed to their death. But looking at the entire election, the entry and exit of uh, Ian Campbell as their candidate, their struggles with the VDLC, their fifth place showing in the by-election last year, they're kicking a candidate out yesterday. It also, kind of all looks boards, like you could have seen this coming. Well, and there's there's a whole host of things that I look back on. I think that we should have seen this coming. Uh, I'm shocked Tanya Paz is as low as she is in the polls. Um, but, like, for example, the Tour Star did a, uh, a, a an article on how much every party had raised. Uh, and Vision was the only party that refused to disclose how much money they had raised. And, you know, maybe that was because they'd raised a metric ton of money and they didn't want to brag. In which case... Well, this is a bad result. Uh, but it may just be that they didn't raise much money. It may be that they're a broken-down golf cart, and they aren't, weren't capable of doing much. And that is what it increasingly looks like. And I know I don't want to speak for us entirely, but I know having spoken to a number of other journalists and having spoken to a number of other people, uh, Vision was very difficult to get meetings other, with. Other journalists? Okay, real journalists. Uh, having spoken spoken with, sorry, I misspoke there. Having spoken with real journalists, uh, Vision was very difficult to deal with in terms of arrangements for for interviews. I know we had difficulties. They had internal. They were not easy to get 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 like get meetings it was, with. It was crappy. It was yeah. And so maybe everything was coming apart at the seams. I think uh, somebody earlier tonight said I thought that their name recognition would mean something, and I had thought that too. I mean. They were either coming apart at the seams or actually like ripping off the seam. It it was like yeah. quite po- oh a sewing reference. Okay, uh, <laughs> there. I I don't think that coming apart at the seams would have been that difficult to repair. But I actually think that Vision has ripped itself apart yeah. uh, through nominating a a mayoral candidate and several council candidates who uh, have underperformed in a way that. I think sounds the death knell of a party that has governed Vancouver for ten years. We'll we'll, we'll do questions at the end. I don't. We'll, oh, that's an interesting point. Yeah. Um, so the next question, and I think that's 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 vision in a nutshell. I I, I don't want to belabor a party that may be in destruction. Like it, it's sad because they they ran the, and I think they're going to be looked back upon well in terms of their their their, their governing. But not by wow. me. But you know. Uh, <laughs> the next question that we've got is. Uh, independence. Was this the year of independence? Obviously not. I mean, that really depends on your take. Uh, Sarah Bliff could see her way towards a... Blythe? Blythe, sorry. Blythe. I have been so bad about that. Um, but Sarah Blythe is, is... Sarah Blythe did better than I think a lot of independents have over the last uh, number of years, but still is miles away, unfortunately. And I think I heard a lot of people talk about this after voting, is that... Once you see that massive ballot of 71 names in no clear order, and you're like, all right, who do I pick on here? Well, there's some greens. I think green is... And then you have four greens on council. Well, well maybe three. Also, Vancouver, Vancouver feels like a really small town because we are very community-oriented, and we talk about that a lot when we talk about community engagement. But also, just in the end of the day, we exist in bubbles. And, you know... How much does South Vancouver know Sarah Blythe exists? How much does, you know, different communities of Vancouver know that different people exist? And as much as I know that all of my friends might have voted for Sarah Blythe, uh, different communities might not have and might not have known her. And I think that's a, a, a wake-up call to all of us to realize that Vancouver is a lot bigger than we think it is. Yeah, and like, in particular, the, this uh, audience has a specific demographic slice and... Uh, 
ideological bent to it. And while there is certainly a diversity of views on our, our host panel, uh, it's a diversity of views that is not representative of all the views in Vancouver. That's why Wei Young didn't give us an interview. <laughs> really good point, actually. <laughs> also, I accused her of wanting to murder me, and um, I'm the right-wing guy. <laughs> I like that you embrace that. Uh, next question, uh, who are the Greens? That is not a good question to ask because they are not a cohesive block. They are very different. But that's the beauty of this is I think with so many Greens elected, we get a real sense of who they are. And at least on the municipal level. We've started to see it at the provincial yeah. level with three. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, I, no, yeah. I mean specifically Obviously. the Van Greens. Yeah. Uh, I think Pete Fry is going to be a very interesting person to watch. I think how he engages with Adrian Carr. Uh, and how the rest of that caucus, because they are now a caucus, and they're going to have to figure that out. Michael Weep for Mayor 2022. Oh. <laughs> Anything else on the Greens? I do uh, say that now. Will I say it then? Who knows? But, uh... Right. I mean, I think the, last, the only other thing to say on the Greens is their brand is clearly really strong in Vancouver, and it's a yeah. matter of... Man, Not really well. ever it, having power. I can't, yeah. I can't say that it's disappoint. resurgent. They're surgent, perhaps? Yeah. I guess, yeah, for the first time. So, yeah. uh, next question. One city. So, one city has a council, uh, seems to have a councillor elected. Uh, one city has a, a trustee. A tr- school trustee. Uh, are they, are they going to be the new Vision Vancouver? Yeah, I think I already said that. All right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Probably. Uh, then, one of the last questions we've got. What the hell happened to all of those others? The ones that had Vancouver in their name. So they're, oh, or even, yeah. Because it was Yes Vancouver, Pro Vancouver, Coalition Vancouver, Vancouver First. Vision Vancouver. And Vision Vancouver at this point. <laughs> yeah, actually at this point. I think saw a lot of people try to spin a lot of ideas and new ways to run the city. And that's healthy and good for democracy. But it's really hard to get elected in this system. Really hard, it turns out. Just ask any of the independents who are either in this room or, or running around the city feeling disappointed tonight or maybe happy to have done as well as they may have done. Hector but- Bremner committed an unforgivable sin and that is failing to know when the votes that mattered were. He didn't get his people on the MPA board in time to take over the MPA and so they turfed him. And so while the revolution, you know, that he was trying to to spark uh, was like, you know, sure, it it has some currency, but it wasn't able to hijack the machinery of a major political machine. In fact, the, you know, I think we've mentioned this before, but the MPA is one of the most successful political machines of all time. And it really shows that maybe Hector made a huge mistake by, because he was rejected as a mayoral candidate, but it sounded like he may have been able to stick around as a councillor, but he burned those bridges fast. Real fast. Yeah. Uh, so the next... Who? Uh, the ne- yeah, who? Glenn Chernin, who? Uh, so the next question really comes down to, uh, when it comes down to it, how does somebody govern Vancouver right now? You know, we have... I'm, I'm betting Kennedy's thinking, man, I had a really good job. <laughs> Wait, did Sam Sullivan mention earlier tonight that he would rather have lost than had a minority council? (laughs) He did. He did mention that. Well, now, Sam Sullivan, Kennedy Stewart may not have a minority council, depending on how you define Adrian Carr. Uh, There are five NPAers, and there are six votes required for a majority on council, which means that if Kennedy Stewart has no support from the NPA, he needs to get Pete Fry, uh, Gene Swanson, uh, Michael Weeb, 
Christine Boyle and Adrian Carr to agree to something. Hey, Scott, lol, Christine lol, Boyle. Lol, lol. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, and this, this actually, so in... in I, I, okay, I, I actually really want to, to dispute the idea that the NPA is some monolithic block of ideology. And like much as the Robertson-Reimer, uh, you know, partisanship over the past four years has resulted in a uh, raucous rout of rancor. I'm in alliteration safari at the moment. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think that the history of the NPA speaks to a unified block uh, taking place. Or, or, Didn't Sam or, refer to the NPA as 4.5 parties? Exactly. Exactly. I think he was just saying this time they split into that. But oh, yeah, I but I, I think that they've always been kind of 4.5 like parties. It's almost non-partisan association. Exactly. Oh, what a stupid name. Uh, so I guess uh, once we, now that we've covered off the idea that this is going to be almost impossible to govern, my real question is, uh, starting in two days from now, you're going to start getting ballots for electoral reform. Uh, At the provincial level. Because we have more democracy. At the provincial level. Does this look like, to you... A reasonable and fair result. So our mayor, whether it's Ken Sim or Kennedy Stewart, is likely to be elected with under 30% of the vote. Uh, if it ends up being Ken Sim, I can see a lot of uh, people in Kennedy's camp looking very strongly at the people who may have gone to Shauna. You can't proportionally, you can't proportionally elect one person. It's yeah. one person. No, but he just meant... We'd, Patrick, no, yes, Patrick, but that's not proportional no, no, representation. Matthew, 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 I didn't say proportional representation. I said electoral reform. Yeah. It's the electoral so, reform. Uh, so here's my question. And so I do want to say one Ian thing. Ian said proportional. So I do want to say one thing to all those uh, that are upset with Shauna Sylvester voters. Uh, shut up. <laughs> uh, shut your pie holes. Don't talk. Don't yell at Shauna Sylvester voters. Don't scream at them. Don't tell them they ruined it. Don't tell them they did anything wrong. They voted for somebody they liked. And everyone should be allowed to vote for somebody they like. I do not want to spend the next four years listening to people scream and yell at Shauna Sylvester voters as though they caused all of this. Will the Ken Sim voters, though, be yelling at the way young Hector Bremner? Oh, that's Martin, actually pretty David reasonable. <laughs> Etc. God, I hope so. But yeah, no, I, I, I agree think, with your point. Like, you know yeah. what? If Ken Sim didn't suck as much as he, he did during this campaign, then I might have voted so, for him, but I voted for Hector instead. So I think, I think we've hit it. Uh, I, think this is, I think this is the end of the comments from the three of us. I think, are there any questions from the floor in terms of where we need to go or what we need to do? We got a couple of here. One. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, if, if the people who would uh, like to ask questions could line up. We have a very limited time for questions because I have a very limited time to drink more beer. Uh, Hector Bremner lost. Did he lose because his yimby ideas are bad or because he's a BC liberal? Yes. Yes, the second one. Uh, he lost... No, no, he, Hector lost because, one, uh, Hector seems inauthentic even though he isn't, uh, which is a very, very, like... Don't do that tragic, while I'm drinking beer. Tragic curse for uh, a, a person. Uh, and, and two, yeah, he got tarnished by BC Liberal thing. But as I may remind you, the BC Liberals tend to win elections and not lose them, including the most recent one. So The, the easy answer is the NPA brand is still the strongest brand on the yep. center-right in Vancouver. 
And if you want to be someone else, join the NPA and win it and win the vote. Yeah, show up at the AGM. The, like Hector Bremner, and, and Hector Bremner could be mayor today if they'd remembered that the AGM for the NPA was happening last November. I think the other thing they did wrong is they tried, and it's not wrong to try to run a nonpartisan or like the postpartisan campaign. Shauna Sylvester ran that very well. Yep. But Kennedy, uh, Hector did said he was doing that while still, you know, attacking. VDLC at every chance he could, and, oh, and like Tides Foundation tides, tides stuff, thing, and, where he screamed at an audience about environmentalists, and it just starts to feel like the BC Liberal, yeah, malaise that brought I think, them down. I, I would agree but, that it was. I, th I think I think Hector had a moment where him and his party could have really captured something. And I think they failed too because they fell back to partisan partisanship, which is something that anybody can do. Uh, to be fair, like and apparently the revolution is scheduled for next election. So, uh, uh, so stay so tuned. Sam Sullivan, and actually, and he's probably right. Yimby ideas uh, probably aren't as popular as the people in this room want them to be. Oh it, no, it turns they out that when not. you go south of 16th, things change. So talk about them. Talk about them with everyone all the time, and so, you know. Any any other questions? More question. No? All right. Well, we've exhausted all our thoughts and our wonderings about the 2018 Vancouver municipal elections. I think uh, if each of us could have a chance to really thank the audience, uh, I would love to thank everybody here again. Uh, just thanks a lot for coming out. This has been phenomenal, and I've never, I'm never going to forget this experience for as long as I live. These five months have been wonderful. I want to thank my partner, Sonia, and Patrick's oh, partner, Aaron, who did <laughs> tickets. And Aaron, I love you, too. A lot of hard work when, like, yesterday, we're like, we need volunteers to do that. And they were both like, I guess we'll do it. Like, good podcast widows. <laughs> Seiji is in Japan. <laughs> A likely story. And yeah. It's like literally an ocean away. Uh, anyway... Thank you so much for coming. It has been an honor and a privilege and a pleasure podcasting to all of you tonight. Democracy is a wonderful and a beautiful thing. And this, for the record, was the Camby Report.